Thank you for having Nico wash her goddamn hand. Thank you. <gasps> I know. What a that, beautiful you know what? detail to include. Yes. That was, that, it was oh. details. That's where you know they have queer writers too. fantastic and the sexual tension was palpable between them oh my, oh my god. god i was furious with lynn in that scene <laughs> oh my god how dare you, you come in and you see your first of all this is something that like you low-key know your sister's gonna be annoyed mm. to see you at so like i don't know why you're bursting in and like yelling her name and then it's when you see her about to kiss someone like do you not want your sister to get some i don't know i don't get this i'm like I mean, obviously, again, I do not have siblings, but if I saw anyone that I knew or cared about about to kiss someone, I'm not about to yell their name and interrupt. You know what I mean? That's like pulling a fucking carol. (laughs) Oh, oh my God. Aphrodite, you cried in that scene. So I can only imagine. Pulling a fucking carol. (laughs) Woo. I mean, like Nico, Emko, Nico and Emma were wrestling each other. Oh my god! Yeah. I love a little bit of queer l- wrestling. I love a it. It's bit just of like queer it's wrestling. hot. Yeah, in a giant <laughs> pit of eggs. Well, a little roughhousing. Yeah. yeah. Forget the it's WWE. Sexy. We're gonna have queer wrestling um, entertainment. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! Remember on the L word when they had the oil wrestling, the Turkish yeah. oil west wrestling? Yeah. That, yeah. Yes, of course. Oh, How could we forget? That was nostalgic. Okay. Yeah, they had it on Xena too. Hey, oh, you know? Wow. Oh my god! It's, oh uh, shit! Is that was a great thing, you guys? Wrestling's a thing, then. Wow. I feel like it is a thing. I definitely yeah. have wrestled with women I've dated. <laughs> Well, I've got to try that. Oh, I'll, wow. uh, yeah. I'll let you know. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I mean, I love oh that, God. like, Nico, like, pushes right back. Like, Emma pushes and Nico's like, no, I'm going to push right back. And they, that's not just, like, in that they have sexual tension and they have this, like, amazing moment where they're in the pit, the like, the German-fusted pit, which, like... It's funny. Right. Emma oh. calls it a petri dish. I'm right, right there with her. Um, mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> same. Yes. But like, there's this moment where they're both looking at each other and about to kiss. But and but I what I what I also love is that that sexual tension also comes out elsewhere. It's and in that Nico calls Emma out on shit. Like, oh yeah. While they're yeah. Walk, while they're crawling through the fallopian tubes, Nico is not is like not even having it. She's like. Like, why aren't you being more sympathetic to Lynn, who just lost her mother, and Eddie, who just lost her wife, for Christ's sake, you know? And then yeah. Emma shoots back, I'm not accountable to you. And Nico says, you're not accountable to anyone. And mm. I just like that mm-hmm. because Emma does need to get called out. Um, I mean, later Nico apologized for, like, for you know, being out of line with that. But, like, mm-hmm. I think Emma, Emma needed a little bit of pushback. Um, oh, for sure. From someone for who sure. could keep up and with like, her. And Nico, I mean, it's like interesting seeing the relationship because first of all, you notice a difference in Emma right away. As Whenever she's hanging out with Nico, she is smiling more than I've ever seen her smile, mm-hmm. right? Like, did you guys notice that? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I was like, it's a, just it's a, it's, it's a amazed. smile that's not forced. And yes, it was a very genuine, like she's having a good time mm-hmm. kind of smile. Mm-hmm. And you could tell that she always wanted to like be the one to doing, to be doing things with Nico. Like um, Lynn, like offered to help 
finish stocking that one time. And she's like, no, no, I can, I can finish up with Nico. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know you can. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it was, they, even after this altercation at the bar in the fallopian tube, they go right back to, you know, kind of chumming it up. And, and, and when they're outside after Nico apologizes, you know, they're trying to find a way back into the bar. And when uh, Emma is going up the ladder and Nico is just like unashamedly checking oh her out from below, I was like dying. Oh my God, that was amazing. And like Emma's not mad. She's yeah. not no, mad. No, no. But I, I like that they had, a, they had a super honest exchange and I think that helped mm-hmm. Emma to like acknowledge how, it, like it helped that Nico was acknowledging how scary it is for her to trust someone. Like Emma says straight up, I don't come back from betrayal. Like anybody who's ever betrayed me is no longer in my life. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, then, and then Nico chimes right in like, yeah, asking, trusting people is asking that someone, trusting someone is asking them to not fuck you over even though they probably will. You have to acknowledge the possibility of betrayal when you trust someone. And so they kind of connect over this, um, ob- ob- over how scary it is to let somebody in. And then Nico says, look at you and me. And Emma says, you haven't betrayed me yet. And then there's this line that she says, well, as soon as you trust that I won't, doesn't it make it 15 times scarier? And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, are they about to kiss now? Um, but obviously we had nope. to wait like, I don't know, an eon and a half for them to have their first kiss. Yeah. Oh this my was, God. This was like a slower burn than Xena and Gabrielle almost. It was like, okay, oh what is going oh. on? Oh are we going to be yeah. like five more seasons until this happens? Jesus. <laughs> so, so Aphrodite, you made this, by the way, extremely helpful guide to um, oh, scene, scenes to skip. Yes, she did in this in this season. Oh. Um, and you said, you know, the time stamps. Yes. Um, and what we're missing, and it was all basically like hetero nonsense scenes. And when mm-hmm. I say hetero, by the way, I don't mean that the people in the scenes identify as hetero because some of it was Emma, but it was just opposite sex. Yeah. Like intimacy scenes, right? Yeah. Well, I think it's it's not so much opposite like genders, but like cishet men, you know, just like we don't really want to see them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I don't need to see all the pain and all that, you know. Oh my God. Too much penis. (laughs) So here's the thing. There was a scene, according to your guide, which was accurate, by the way, I was following it as (laughs) as we watched. My favorite ones are the Um, things that say skip because of bullshit. Yeah, just bull- just, just bullshit. bullshit. There was bullshit, flirting, sex scene, kissing, dick pic, sex scene ish. Those were all the descriptions <laughs> yes. of what we were. So, this guide showed that there was some some sort of scene like that in every single episode. Episodes five and six had three each. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kept a guide of the same sex intimacy oh. scenes. and there were only four episodes that contained them out of the 10 Mm. in the season um episode two we got the crema shower scene episode three we got the sex scene and i also counted the post-sex talking because that if that That were straight man you would have included it in your list basically that's what um episode eight which we were just discussing i included the ball pit scene because they almost kissed Mm -hmm. and the part where they were spooning because it was super cute. <gasps> oh, and I really was loved, really cute, yeah. I loved when Emma, like, kind of, like, nug- backs yeah, up into her. back that was in as a so little spoon. Cute. Little spoon. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the last one is episode 10, which we will get to. <laughs> but I just, <laughs> I just wanted to emphasize this because I was like, you know, 
Okay, episode four, I had to take like a mini break before I finished because we're watching this fantastic buildup between her and Nico. And then we had to watch her like hate fuck the handyman. And I was like, yeah. why? Oh my God. Why, I'm tired why of are the writers doing this to us? Yeah, uh-uh. yeah it was like, I felt I mean, it just bothered me because, <laughs> oh, like, I know that whole thing was like, oh, uh, I can't even get into that storyline. But I saw all these tweets before I watched the season about like the queer rep and how like it's for queer people and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then I watch it and I was like, this season did not honestly hit home for me in that respect. Like, yes, the queer rep is there. I'm very grateful for the rep that is there. But I'm like, don't like laud this as this like great queer centric show Mm -hmm. if you're going to have so much more like cishet male sex on it Mm -hmm. and like ignore the queer you know what I mean like it's like like in lieu of queer sex scenes even Mm -hmm. we're like I don't want to watch that you know I don't want to see it I don't know why you're subjecting your queer viewers yeah to that even um mm -hmm. so that was one of my big problems yeah. with, <laughs> with this I season. Think, I think I also felt a little uncomfortable with it. I don't have a problem, actually, with, like, Emma having sex with men because that's telling us something about her character, that she's actually very, like, she's bi or pan or fluid, and she's not, she right, doesn't of strictly sleep with women. But those scenes where she's basically using men as dildos is that's about her, yeah. is, is mm-hmm. about her trying to assert her control and maintaining mm-hmm. power. And yeah. I actually felt that even though, yes, that's information that we need, we didn't need that full scene to tell us that. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think that yeah. was my she, Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, she had sex with him a second time, and thankfully they didn't make us watch it. Right. Yeah. But, but they could have done that, too. Like, I think there are other ways that the scene could have been shorter. Um, the scene could have, like, spent... Like, I, I do think that the scenes did tend to focus more on her. Like, it was her gaze and not so much, like, the mm-hmm. man's the man's point of view. Um, yeah, of so course. I, I did appreciate that. But I mean, when you combine that with like all the stuff we get with Lynn and then with Madi as well, it does make oh, yeah. it like what it does is it adds up. It adds up it and adds makes it up. feel like, <laughs> yeah. um, like on the whole, like if you had a pie chart of like hetero nonsense <laughs> or like, yeah, yeah. The total nonsense, screen time, total screen time that is like, I guess, like, uh, total screen time that's like queer sex. Or like uh, queer sex that doesn't involve cishet men versus cishet men. And like I would say more than I would say sixty percent was cishet men. That's it. We um, need charts. Mm-hmm. We need charts. We need graphs. Yep. Numbers. Yep. Data. <laughs> data. We all like data. I need like, quantifiable data quantifiable right now. Data right now. <laughs> we'll do a little regression yeah, analysis. Yeah. Um, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> <laughs> How oh my likely God. are we? Just kidding. Um. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, speaking of which, that last sex scene between Emco, um, Emco, death Lord and crema, oh my God, birth of Emco. Um, and it's yes, interesting too like because like it, it, it started in the dirty ball pit and then um, finished off <laughs> in, in a dirty, dirty bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> And so, <laughs> really, yeah. I just want to get them full all circle. A, a bottle of Purell. Um, but, you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> but I was really happy yeah, for them. Yeah. It took a while. It was a slow burn, big fireworks. And I, mm. I hope, yeah. I hope though, that they continue to build off of it in a positive way in the next season. Mm. I, I hope so, too. I mean, that, that sex scene seemed very, like, 
there was a lot of chemistry mm-hmm. and like I was very appreciative of how much screen time they gave it too oh, because yeah. that lasted a while. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, they yeah. showed all of it. I mean, all like, of it. <laughs> yeah. We got like the soft stuff. Like we got the spooning scene. Mm-hmm. We got the like blueberry pancakes montage where they're just sort of flirting <laughs> with each other in the kitchen. And Emma's not wearing any makeup. She's just wearing the she's wearing Nico's army shirt. Mm-hmm. And they're just yeah, like yeah, having yeah. this soft, soft moment. And then like intense heat where they're like, it's just been building up. They got to fuck. They got to fuck now. And they got to fuck in the queerest place possible, which is this nasty lesbian <laughs> bar bathroom. Yep. yep and let's yep. just get that it all checks done. out. It all checks out. They did what they needed <laughs> yeah. to do. It didn't work out in the ball pit, but then they had the bathroom graffiti yes. and all. And it was all Oh good. my God. But thank you for having Nico wash her goddamn hand. <gasps> I know what a that, beautiful you know what? detail to include yes that was that it was oh. details that's where you know they have queer writers too because that, that, those were like exactly exactly those were details that were very um thoughtful <laughs> important mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and it was done in such a like normal cute way too like oh you know like yeah hey, gonna, it was like the, the condom on the vibrator right you know now. it was like, like let's be a little clean here yeah <laughs> yeah. So my friend exactly. Angela brought up another reason that I didn't think of that made this sex scene even queerer. Um, so she like uh, she she and I were talking about the show and she mentioned, you know, like obviously the actress who plays Nico, Roberta, super hot, by the way. She was in um, Fun Home, the musical on Broadway. And mm. I like immediately oh. crushed on her as soon as she walked onto the stage when I saw her, when I saw her on Broadway. <laughs> but like Roberta, she's been playing queer for a while she's played a number of queer characters across a number of shows and it's great to have her be able to play this character too and the reason why the sex scene is extra queer is that as soon as nico puts her hand inside emma you can see nico practically moaning and that's like a queer ass Uh, thing like because mm -hmm, when mm -hmm. when that's like definitely a lesbian sex scene when Mm -hmm. the lesbian who is doing stuff to the other person is moaning from it That is queer AF. That is not straight people. I agree. I agree. That is not straight people having sex (laughs) with each other because they're on a TV show. This is like queer. This is like queer ass sex. They know what they're doing. Yes. Yeah. And I I appreciate that. Like um, it's those details that we get. That accuracy, you know, that queer audiences get. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We want accuracy. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> we hand washing hand washing i mean as much as much as i was upset about like you know the homo to hetero ratio yeah um Ooh, I as like i like that. to call homo it to hetero ratio. yeah mm-hmm. as as much as it bothered me i do appreciate that the queer scenes were very clearly by queers for queers like mm-hmm. you know like aphrodite what you were saying about the wedding scene um that was definitely for like the not like the straight gays, G A Z E. But you know, I mean, even these like like the sex scenes, all of it, like the flirting. I was like, this is something that gay people created, and they created it for a gay, like a queer audience, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes. it's v- the the influence is very clear, and the intention is very clear, mm-hmm. and I like. I love that because it's almost like, you know, the writer's giving you a little wink, like a little shout out. Like, hey, we see you. That's where you know the difference, though. When, like, diverse Mm -hmm. storylines are written by the people they're representing, you know, and for diverse audiences, you know, it's like when the writers, when the writer room reflects 
the stories, you know, I just, and the people they're telling you stories about, it makes such a difference. And. Mm, oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Even yeah. for, even from the point of view and, and Aaron, I don't want to um, take this talking point away from you, but I noticed that they didn't, they like very briefly brushed uh, on the topic of police brutality when, you know, Johnny and Lynn were talking and then mm-hmm. sort of a little bit again at the end when the vigilantes were protesting the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't like, they didn't make it a plot line. And I really appreciated that because I feel like we're so over seeing like black and brown bodies being beaten by police yeah. on, yeah. on TV because it happens in real it's life. Just, or it's seeing already it in real understood, life. unfortunately. Yeah. You know? So it's like, that's very clearly for white yeah. audiences to really yeah. understand the gravity of it. So I was like, I felt like that was right for the show not yes. to like actually take it head on that and, like show and it. all the anti-immigrant you know sentiments we that are going on you know all the anti-immigration mm. talks excuse me and and the political climate um it, like that was reflected too in very subtle ways the trump pinata yeah, yeah. the you know yeah, i mean yeah. no i guess not so subtle subtle ways but um yeah yeah but they didn't show it in like a graphic horrible yeah, traumatizing things way that are already touching upon you know except before you know things about like uh, culture and society and economic issues, political issues, everything mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, yeah. that surrounds yeah. every plot. So, so that you, there's always yeah. these like little things that Tony Stretcher like sprinkles in there to let you know that it's not just the dialogue that affects these characters, but thinking about what their environment is does yeah. to, does to them exactly. Too. Yeah. yeah, and so I think you make an excellent point about like if. This was in show was intended for a white audience. We would have seen black and brown bodies being beaten by the police because we're trying mm-hmm. to teach white people about stuff, right? But it's already but because, understood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but because the audience is this is like a lat a, like a Latinx show for a Latinx audience. Um, they don't need to tell us that. They're instead of talking about the trauma that white people put on people of color, they're going to talk about the trauma that like that POCs and specifically queer Latinx people cause to each other to each other so mm-hmm. yeah and and yeah. i think that's yeah. why like i actually found the the strongest two episodes in my opinion were episode three which had the queer wedding uh, the cowboy mm-hmm. wedding and then the last episode was the strong the, yeah. was the strongest episode and i love that it ended with lynn um finally getting validation from her sister but after yeah. she's been like whitewashed by the laundry detergent essentially like mm, this yeah. is something that the their own community did to them, but that's what they had to do. This was the sacrifice that they had to make just to keep this bar alive. And the clientele at that bar, they were not dykes. They were not like, you know, dykes of color. It was they 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 gentrified it and they brought in all these other people to the bar because they're trying to keep the bar alive. They're keep trying to keep it afloat. Right, right. So I mean, that last scene where it's like both joy and sorrow, like what did these sisters have to give up just to stay here? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the it's the it's the heart. It's like the hurt that you get from from your own. That's what this show is. Yeah, it's layers. Yeah. Like yeah. we went back in the beginning. It's layers and layers and layers with this show. Absolutely. And I mean, overall, I think this was. Um, I think I went into season two thinking I was maybe going to get something a little different. But, I mean, it still did not mm. disappoint me in any way. I think the only things I thought I'd get different is, one, I thought I'd see Emma's character evolve a bit differently because the way season one left off. Um, 
But still, here we are coming in for maybe a slightly softer landing in season two with her character. God knows what's going to happen in season yeah, three. Yeah. Um, and I think there's a lot of loose ends that are intentionally left untied in hopes that the writers get to tell these stories and build on it in season three. And so, yeah. Overall, I, I mean, congrats so to them for getting congrats a third to season. Them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because absolutely. otherwise, we're yeah. going to have to start flyering, uh, uh, flyering, remember? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's gonna be like flying and shit. Oh my god! Yeah, I know, right? Watch this show. But I think they've done a brilliant job in in promoting it. Um, they've had a good presence on on um, social media, running different events in Los Angeles. I think I even saw they had like a little like tr- like um, uh, kind of like a star trailer or something like that was out, and they were serving food and everything, inviting people to come meet up oh, with nice. them. And they had viewing parties and like the the tweet, you know, the like live tweeting yeah. they were doing. I think they really stepped up the game and promotion, and I think Stars has been incredibly supportive in helping them promote oh, yeah. as well. So yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and that's way a more big of my thing. queer friends, yeah, way more of my queer friends were talking about the show in season two than they ever were in season. Yes, two. so fan that mm-hmm. says something mm-hmm. is working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So for yeah, everyone absolutely. out there, go watch Vita. Give it a shot. You can go check out season one and season two. You can even get a free trial. It's like a seven day trial on Stars. And yep, yep. Find a binge buddy and watch it. If you don't have a binge buddy, still go watch it. Um, yeah. And if you know you, oh. <laughs> you know it's only like five dollars after that if you keep stars a month. Yeah. So. Although we've spoiled the whole season for them by this point. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. So yeah. tell yeah, a friend. So hopefully, if you were listening to this, you've already watched it. But uh, maybe you know somebody who hasn't, and you think that they would like it. So, or if you tuned yeah, you into know. this just for some uh, juice and inspired you to actually watch it, you pick up all the details that's that we're true. talking that's about true. and form your own opinion. Mm-hmm. So, that's very true. <laughs> maybe maybe you'll go watch it and be like, "Well, those bitches, we don't know what they were talking about." But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe exactly. A whole different take. We love the discourse. We love the discourse. Mm-hmm. Yes, even if it comes down to you know shower sex or not shower sex, peeing in front of each other. You know, yeah. Soft crema, yeah, yeah. Hard crema, all these killing things. Your killing lover your zombie, killing your zombie lovers. What would you do? Would you pay Eddie's hospital bills? I mean, we're there for all. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're there for all the debates. <laughs> but one thing we can agree upon is that I think we're going to continue to support this show, right? So. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Thanks for having us. Oh my of gosh, Erin. This was so yeah, fun. Thank you, Aaron. So fun. And so this was a lengthy episode, but a much deserved lengthy episode. We went through an entire recap and uh and lots of opinions that have been bottled up for about a year. Um over, yes. over the yeah. show and an entire season <laughs> and, two. Um yeah. but following these different characters and and you know, they mean something to us. Otherwise we wouldn't have yeah. such strong opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. But thanks it's because for coming we care. on the Ship It Real Good podcast. I hope to have you guys back on another time. Um, and hopefully we'll see another podcast from you guys, right? Yeah. Yes, we will be wrapping up the season finale, the last two episodes of The Bold Type oh, uh, on our next episode. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so if, you wanna, yeah. if anyone out there yeah. watches The Bold Type, do turn in to um, Amira and Aphrodite on their podcast. And yeah. it's the Queer Women of Color podcast, right? Get your ship together. Let's, yes. Let's, let's get, get our, our ship, ship together. Get our ship together. Fantastic. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, go check them out on Twitter and check us out on Ship It Real Good podcast as well. It's at Ship It Real right on Twitter. And until next time. <laughs> <laughs>